最佳听众互动奖得奖的是 First Story 等等，还有一位是 First Story 和 Discord 共同得奖。First Story 最新推出的 Discord 整合功能是为听众管理新标杆，将拥有会员资格的听众自动加入 Discord 群组。这不仅减少创作者的负担，也为听众带来丰富的互动体验，获得全台 Podcaster 一致肯定。体验这个惊人的功能，立刻点击叙述栏链接，让你与听众互动更上层楼。We start with an update on New Taipei's preschool drugging scandal. Urine drug tests on another 12 children came back negative on Tuesday. Results are still pending for one child, but already that makes 26 negatives out of 27 samples. Critics accused New Taipei City for being slow to investigate and missing the urine testing window for sedatives. Testing will next be conducted on the children's hair samples, where the drugs can be detected for up to three months. The health ministry ran urine tests on 27 children involved in New Taipei's preschool drugging scandal, and the first 14 tests had come back negative. On Tuesday, another 12 tests returned negative. Now only one test is pending. The results are all negative. It is in line with what we had expected because it is likely that the half-life of the drugs has passed, or that they've been metabolized or excreted. We have records from 31 phone call inquiries. They are willing to offer hair samples for testing. Drugs can be detected in hair samples for more than three months. The DPP accuses New Taipei City of reacting too slowly, forcing investigators to miss the window for performing drug tests. The city government dragged its feet for more than 20 days before deciding to do a drug test. It deliberately waited until the drugs would not show up in a test. That is fact. The whole administration is lying to society, and it's using the judiciary to cover up the truth. The heads of the relevant agencies and departments refuse to acknowledge they made a mistake in the decision-making process or admit that the city government handled the matter poorly. All this has left parents feeling anxious and helpless. If Chairman Lai Qingde is saying that the matter was reported to us very early on, that's just a smear campaign, a fabrication. The moment that the new Taipei government was notified of the matter, it was reported to the investigation agency at the district prosecutor's office. Vice President Lai Qingde is just sowing panic and contributing to the spread of false narratives. On May 22nd, a parent called the Education Department, headed by Zhang Mingwen. The department said it wouldn't be until the following week that a task force would be formed. They told the parent to call again one week later. The investigation was launched on May 15th. The parent called on May 22nd. There is a record of the call. Ho left city council as soon as the allotted time for his report was up. With many unknowns looming, the scandal has become yet another cause for mudslinging ahead of the presidential election. The defense ministry has released an updated civil defense handbook after a backlash over the first version last year. The original was criticized for being impractical and unhelpful. The ministry says the new handbook is more comprehensive and that an English translation will be published. In the future, a new air raid shelter sign is unveiled. The defense ministry held a press conference on Tuesday to announce an updated civil defense handbook. This new handbook. 
This new version of the handbook is more comprehensive. Later, it will also be available in English so that foreigners can read it too. When the first handbook was released last year, it was blasted for asking citizens to call the water company's hotline in the event of a wartime water cut. Critics asked if the hotline would even be operational. The handbook also said citizens must present their household registration certificate to get rations during shortages. The updated handbook says that during a water outage, supplies will be provided region by region. Sound trucks will be sent to announce water supply stations. To buy rations, presenting a personal ID will now suffice. Concerns still remain over whether the QR codes in the handbook will be usable in wartime, as internet services may be disrupted. We've made preparations on the communications front. Besides spreading information online, we'll also have broadcasts. Amid high cross-strait tensions, reporters asked if the timing of the handbook's release had a special significance. The timing of the release is based purely on our operational schedule. There were no other considerations. The updated Chinese-language handbook is available for download on the All Out Defense Mobilization Agency's official website. Tainan City has reported this year's first local case of dengue fever. Health officials and volunteers hit the streets of Renda District on Tuesday, spraying insecticide and collecting samples from residents. Authorities are on high alert due to warming temperatures and, rain and rainfall, which create favorable conditions for mosquito breeding. Locals are urged to help prevent the spread of dengue fever by removing standing water and other mosquito breeding sites. Government workers and volunteers disinfect this neighborhood here in Renda District. Besides sterilizing the streets, authorities expanded sample collection for residents at dengue fever hotspots in hopes of curbing viral spread. We haven't encountered such a situation in many years. Although we can't be sure whether this outbreak originated from our borough, we're taking measures out of an abundance of caution. For more than three years, dengue fever had virtually disappeared due to sparse rainfall and the pandemic. But amid the easing of COVID restrictions, Tainan has reported six imported cases of dengue and one local case. Officials are on high alert. Within a 150-meter radius around his home, we thoroughly sprayed insecticide both indoors and outdoors. With recent conditions hot and humid, the Health Bureau has seen a sharp rise in mosquito breeding indexes across Tainan, indicating fast growth in mosquito population and disease vectors. It urges the public to remove mosquito breeding grounds and join the fight against dengue fever. Moving now to Ilan, where fishers caught a peculiar-looking sea creature called the goblin shark. Initially, they intended to sell the shark to a restaurant. But the Taiwan Ocean Artistic Museum bought it off them for preservation as a specimen. It's incredibly special. This is possibly the largest one caught in recent decades. This species is distributed across temperate and tropical seas all over the world. It lives about 200 meters below sea level, and it's a relatively rare shark. Although it's not a protected species at present because it's very rare, we urge fishers not to haul it in. The goblin shark is known as the living fossil because its lineage traces back for more than 100 million years. 
It has a long snout and a, and a mouth full of tiny sharp teeth. It can grow as long as five meters. The one in Ilan was caught at 800 meters below sea level. It was 4.7 meters long and weighed in at about 800 kilograms. Fishers found that it had six baby sharks in its belly. Road markings can be quite complex in Taiwan. If you didn't grow up here, you might be especially confused by the multitude of signs on the road. Add to that the fact Taipei City is introducing several new types of zebra crossings. Today, we take a look at some special types of colorful zebra crossing popping up in the capital. The yellow zebra crossing is designed to keep pedestrians safe and encourage drivers to slow down. Another crossing with three lines is easier to detect with a walking stick. Zebra crossings are not the simple black and white they used to be. Here's a black and white crossing next to a yellow and black crossing. But what's the point? Many people don't know that Taipei City has adopted these colorful crossings from Singapore. Officials want road users to slow down when crossing them. The markings were trialed on five crossings in 2020 and found to effectively increase the braking of drivers by 5 to 10 percent. This year, officials are focused on rolling them out on school-run streets with no traffic lights. 86 more crossings will be introduced by the end of 2023. I don't think it's very obvious when you're driving a car. It would be better to raise it up with paint so it clatters when you go over it. That would work better. They don't make any difference. Everyone is the same. Nobody slows down. I always slow down a bit when I come to a junction anyway, but will seeing that make people slow down? It would be better to paint a big slow sign on it. Taipei City has previously run trials of a 3D colorful zebra crossing, but it was removed after being found ineffective, as well as likely to cause scooters to slide. Meanwhile, this is another special zebra crossing that's more and more common on the street. It has three extra lines. They are guidelines for blind people. It's 40 centimeters wider than a standard zebra crossing, and it's easier to detect with a walking stick. Blind people can walk forward following the lines. We installed 27 of these crossings this year. Our goal is to introduce these markings at all 191 of the traffic lights with voice signals in Taipei City. All of these innovative crossings are designed to keep pedestrians safer and reduce accident rates. The Transport Ministry has unveiled its special license plates for roadworthy antique cars. Some 6,000 brown and white plates will be issued as early as the end of the year, allowing classic cars to legally hit the road. To qualify for a plate, the car must be over 35 years old and it must be well-maintained. The applicant must have proof of the car's antique status from the original factory or dealership. Antique cars with the plate will only be allowed on the roads on Sundays and other designated days. The Taiwan Stock Exchange surged 1.54% on Tuesday to end above the 17,200-point mark. After opening at 17,135 points, the index moved higher in the charge led by TSMC before closing at 17,216 points. Turnover stood at 350.9 billion NT. The rally comes before a meeting of the U.S. Federal Reserve, which is expected to pause interest rate hikes. 
仅向于啊这个暂缓升息。昨天美国半导体的这个股票也是呈现大涨。It's leaning toward pausing interest rate hikes. Yesterday, U.S. semiconductor stocks also rose sharply because the market is now chasing AI-related stocks. Even AMD plans to put out AI chips. TSMC has become the biggest winner in the contract manufacturing sector. Tech heavyweight TSMC soared by 19 NT to close at 593 NT. UMC, MediaTek, and Honghai each rose by more than 1%. AI concept stock Inventec Corporation hit the daily upper limit. Analysts say AI stocks will continue to ride high throughout the second half of the year. In addition, airline and tourism stocks are expected to reach new records as Taiwan enters. Its peak travel season in the third quarter. Eager customers line up at the crack of dawn in Taipei, all to buy a burger from an iconic fast food chain from the U.S. West Coast. It was the fourth time that the chain offered a pop-up restaurant in Taiwan, and this time it made enough for just 500 people. Some in line said they had been waiting since 5 a.m. Some traveled over from as far away as Taichung. A long line twists and turns into the distance to shield themselves from the scorching sun. Some customers came prepared with hats and parasols. They are all here to grab a bite from this historic American fast food restaurant chain. I came here at 5:50 a.m. When I heard about this last night, I decided to take the day off. I set off from Taichung at 5 a.m. and got here at about 7:30. I saw the news that they'd be here today, so I rushed over to grab a bite. A Californian in the crowd says she wants that familiar taste. Also in the queue is calorie-conscious entertainer Cheryl Shear, who uses the wait time to do squats and feel less guilty about her feast. I was doing some squats just now while I was waiting to burn some calories. Now I can eat it with peace of mind. At 9 a.m., staff start handing out 500 numbers, leaving out this group who traveled all the way from Yaoli. And then, at long last, the burger joint opens its doors. I came here at 6 a.m. The long wait was worth it. All the fuss and waiting is for this juicy burger, which has won the hearts of baseball star Shohei Ohtani, soccer legend David Beckham, and Oscar-winning director Ang Lee. Tuesday's event was the burger chain's fourth pop-up in Taiwan. Although it offered just three kinds of burgers on the menu, it still sparked a frenzy nationwide. Mechanization is being touted as a solution to labor problems for Yunlin's agricultural industry. At a recent demo, machines that plant seedlings in the ground were shown off in an effort to promote the spread of heavy machinery. The Council of Agricultural Minister and local lawmakers were on hand to endorse a change in farming practices. Yunlin is Taiwan's top vegetable-producing county. It's struggling with major labor shortages, and farmers say more use of machinery could make their effort easier and faster. This is an automatic seedling planter. As it moves down the field, the seedlings are deposited neatly in the ground. 
It's operated by a single farmer who gets the whole field of 1,000 square meters planted in just an hour. All the workers in our village who plant for us are grandmas in their 70s and 80s. So with this machine, on the one hand, we can control the spacing better, and on the other hand, it's easy and convenient, and we can use the time we save for other things. It used to take hours of toiling to get all those seedlings in the soil. A field this size would take four people working for four or five hours. But as the government promotes the mechanization of these tasks, planting and harvesting machinery is making farm work easier and reducing the need for labor. This demonstration was everything from preparing the soil and preparing the planting beds to field management and finally harvesting. Those four steps can all be automated. Mechanization as a good way to supplement labor can definitely make Taiwanese agriculture more competitive, especially for the vegetable growers of Yunlin, the largest vegetable producing region in the country. It's certainly helpful for all of us farmers. Yunlin is the most important region for vegetable production in Taiwan. As it grapples with a serious labor shortage of recent years, it's looking toward mechanization to make agriculture more efficient. Agriculture is often thought of as a traditional, even conservative field. But in fact, there's lots of fresh blood coming into the field all the time, especially now in the wake of COVID-19. Today, we meet one young farmer who's taking over the reins of the family fruit business. Zhang Naiwen was a model and music student before she decided to get into fruit. Now she's taken charge of the family fruit factory and is responsible for supplying fruit to almost 200 schools nationwide. All the workers are wrapped up head-to-toe in hygienic uniform here at this fruit-cutting plant in Kaohsiung's Qishan district. But one young face is bound to catch your attention. This is Zhang Naiwen. She single-handedly managed a refit of the whole factory's cold chain, as well as an upgrade of the processing procedures. But three years ago, she was completely ignorant of agriculture. Here she is, conducting an orchestra. Zhang has a master's in music from National Sun Yat-sen University and majored in conducting. And if you think she looks like she could be a model, that's right. She has appeared in lots of commercials too. It was really because of my Shiba Inu. Whenever I have free time, I want to come home and chill with her. So I went along to have a look and thought it seemed great and I was interested. Zhang jokes that she moved back home and got into the industry to have more time to spend with her dog. She had to start from scratch in studying agriculture, but she's serious about bringing change to this seemingly traditional industry. The three fields that I'm in are all very contrasting or a bit contradictory, but I actually think those contradictions are a plus for me. Our methods are quite conservative, of course. Now, young people have their own ways of thinking. I approve of their ideas, so we allowed her to throw her all into it. Zhang's father has let his daughter take on a major role. The company is currently responsible for supplying 170 elementary and junior high schools across Taiwan. That means daily lunch fruit for more than 100,000 children. But schools have big breaks in summer and winter. Zhang has developed a fruit box business aimed at big tech manufacturers to pick up the slack in the school holidays.
You have to think how your boxes can be different from others, or how you can present them differently, or how to market your brand. These are the things to consider. And then when you do it, when you get the client's orders, you think, this feels like an achievement. From conductor to model to young farmer, Zhang has already had a very broad-ranging career, and now she hopes to change the image of fruit in customers' minds. Yu Theatre is a performance group in Taiwan that combines drumming and theatre arts. This year marks the 35th year anniversary. To celebrate, they will stage a performance inspired by the teachings of philosophers Lao Tzu and Zhuang Tzu. FTV reporter Stephen Yang takes us in for a preview. Yu Theatre takes to the stage with a powerful drum performance. In the backdrop are images inspired by Taiwanese splatter painter Ke Shuling. Wang Yishen, an award-winning theater image designer, transformed Ke's works into beautiful images. This is Yu Theater's newest work, Dao V 2.0. I uncovered a lot of details in Shuling's paintings and then placed them into the most suitable parts of the performance. This is my first cross-border collaboration. New Theatre is a performance group that combines theater arts and drumming. Its members are masters in martial arts, tai chi, percussion, and meditation. This year marks its 35th anniversary. To celebrate, the troupe unveiled a performance inspired by the teachings of philosophers Lao Tzu and Zhuang Tzu. We thought about how to make the message of Lao Tzu and Zhuang Tzu more tangible. Secondly, we have always wanted to use Tai Chi to deliver this narrative. The power of Tai Chi generates inner strength. Through this production, the troupe hopes to examine the topic of AI versus human power. They also hope to encourage people to return to simplicity and nature. The present moment is a very critical time. Many things can be replaced by AI, such as singing. However, at this time, we must think about how we can restore humanity back to nature. Because when you're restored to nature, that state of being will always belong to you. Technology can't change it. Youth Theatre will be performing in Taipei, Taizong, and Kaohsiung in September, November, and December. FTV reporter Stephanie Yang and Hong Guokai in Taipei.